everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of popularity in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Minute 37 begins with Lainey getting into Zach's car, and it goes through Lainey saying to Zach, I thought I said I was busy. <laughs> All right. So... Would you like to know what my one note from today is? Uh, I have a guess as to what it is based on your clue from last time, but but please tell me. My note is, James is probably going to research Jeopardy and Grape Juice. I researched neither of those things. Oh. Um, I... Okay. Thought about researching uh, Grape Juice. I... Didn't think about researching tri- uh, Je- Jeopardy, which is wild to me, um, and yeah, I should have. I'm... Well, so my thought process was: well, he's going to research Jeopardy. He could research grape juice, or he could just let the Jeopardy question about grape juice right do the heavy lifting. Well, I can tell you that Thomas Welch invented the drink grape juice in 1869 in Concord, Massachusetts, which oh. is where uh, the Welch uh, like business is located um oh, and I didn't he, know that. it was non-alcoholic wine for communion purposes um ah. for churching uh as a protestant who didn't want to drink wine because you know evil but also right not sweet enough so grape juice um fair what if, what if we put the pulled the grape juice immediately without any fermentation whatsoever i mean okay and added just a whole hell of a lot of sugar now you're talking and that's yeah. how grape juice was made Um, Okay, so what I do have is that um, a piece of trivia from the IMDb, um, which will uh, carry us through actually the end of the week with a recurring gag in this movie. Okay. Uh, But also a recurring gag across Kevin Pollack movies where he is frequently in movies guessing wrong at Jeopardy. Really? Apparently that is so. He originally did this in the movie Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, which is feels like a bad name of a of a movie, but um yep. I now want to find a supercut of Kevin Pollack guessing wrong at Jeopardy over and over and over because these were so fun. Thomas Welch invented this drink in 1869 as a a replacement for for wine or as a non-alcoholic replacement for wine. And Mr. Bog says, what is non-alcoholic wine? <laughs> the answer is grape juice, which, to be fair, I'm, I've had non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> like, I got some when I was pregnant to see yeah. what it tasted like. It's just sparkling grape juice. Yeah. It's just grape juice. No, what is non-alcoholic wine is actually the closest that Lainey's dad gets uh, by quite some distance. Yes. Um, so what I did do was... I did do some research on, on future questions. Um, okay. So my other notes are, oh, I, hey, I see the hearing aid. Um, you can clearly see. I still see. haven't noticed it. In uh, It looks like he has like a, a, like a, a Bluetooth like earpiece in. Oh. And I was like, oh, so what's like he? A... Like, a, like a headphone in. But then yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's And then Kristen looked up. She was watching. And she's like, is that a hearing aid? And I was like, right? <laughs> Like yeah, so I guess in the late '90s they would have been much bigger than they are now. And yeah, like my father-in-law wears hearing aids that you can't. I mean, it's like a tiny wire. 
They're like virtually undetectable. Yeah, this looked like a. It was a, a very visible white wire. Um, <laughs> the Zach Morris phone of hearing aids. Of hearing aids, for sure. That that's actually an incredibly uh, correct <laughs> comparison. Cool, um, cool, cool. And cool. so she is on the phone. There's a weird thing that happens where the Jeopardy is happening, and uh, I guess Simon is doing something with cheese. I couldn't tell, but. We're I think going to he's see something. eating peanut butter out of the jar with his fingers. Okay, that makes sense for tomorrow. Um, yeah. Gross. Grosser? Yeah. I think grosser than, than I had written down. Um, also, yep. it makes what he says not make any sense at all. So, um, maybe, maybe it was cheese. I, do, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was peanut butter. But we'll it's it definitely, tomorrow. he's eating something of the consistency of like, cheese dip or peanut butter or something yeah. he's eating it out of the jar with his fingers right you know classic like you do boy yeah exactly um yeah i guess kid grown-up kid growing middle kid tween there it is there it is um <laughs> actually i guess he's a he's a teen he's in high school that's yeah although we did i think i think we discussed early on that this could be like a junior senior high school oh you're right you're right you're right, you're right. okay cool i feel better about that um he really seems like he can't be older than 12. Yeah. Well, like I would, I would say seventh grade, eighth tops if he's young for his grade level. So he, I mean, holy crap. He was seven. He's older than us. He was 17 in 1999. Are you serious? I am serious. Kieran Culkin, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, seven, I was 17 seven. in 99. He, he's older than you. He's September 30th, 1982. Wow, that's a small. He is almost. He is almost two whole months. Or yeah, almost two whole months older than me. Man, he had yeah. a late uh, growth spurt. He's five seven now, which is not huge, but he still looks like a kid in this. That's wild, huh? Yeah. Anyways, um, and the dad is watching Jeopardy, and he, so it's like. Question about uh, non-alcoholic grape juice. Dad guesses. And then Lainey says no. And then Alex Trebek says no. And someone else answers, what is, you know, what is uh, grape juice? And I was like, what is happening here? Is it? And then it turns out that Lainey's on the phone with Jesse. Right. And it's just a weirdly layered dialogue situation because it fits so well into it making sense for the Jeopardy, but she's not watching the Jeopardy at all. She's paying zero attention to the Jeopardy. Right. I love this kind of thing personally. Like seeing these layered scenes Mm -hmm. where there's something happening in the background that has nothing to do with the primary scene that's happening. Oh yeah. But it's almost more interesting than what's happening in the foreground. Yes. I love it so much. Um, Pitch Perfect to people if you haven't if you have watched Pitch Perfect or if you want to watch Pitch Perfect and look in the background, uh, a fun thing to do is is look for a unicycle guy. Uh, there's a guy with a unicycle that had a much bigger part and then it got cut, but not his background scenes. So he's often doing unicycly stuff in the background, which is very cool. That's funny. Uh, one of my actually probably the reason why Pitch Perfect has stayed so so close to my heart for so long is because. It, it's it's the whole thing is basically all this kind of thing where it's like you know foreground background coming off from coming in from the sides and going into the background like just all sorts of things happening all at once um so uh yeah Lainey's on the phone with Jesse 
And I took I took note of of Jesse's giving her grief about not going to the party. Um, and I wrote down what he is doing with his evening, which is drinking Diet Coke, eating Cheetos, the lunch size bag, like the little bag of Cheetos, and doing a 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzle. I mean, honestly, that kind of sounds like the life. I, I would I, rather be doing that than going to a high school party. I, I agree in general. Um, I have two, I guess my bi- puzzles were fine for me until it came time to show my kids how to do puzzles. And then I was like, all right, one, I have no idea how to instruct a kid to do a puzzle other than find the flat edges. I don't know how to instruct beyond that other than see how this fits together. Do that again. Um, and yep. that <laughs> took me out of, of in, enjoying puzzles very much because I was like, I'm going to do a puzzle. And then, I don't know. It, it's weird. I used to enjoy puzzles like a lot more. And I don't know. That, that was about where it started to, to, to fall off for me. Interesting. But isn't a thousand piece puzzle... Like a, it's a pretty big hard. puzzle. Is it a pretty big puzzle? Yeah, a thousand. Okay, okay. I wonder if Kristen normally does like much bigger, longer term puzzles, and that's what I'm used to bigger piece numbers. I mean, I think that most of the puzzles that I've done over this pandemic have been around a thousand pieces. Okay, okay. But that, I also, okay. but I also tend to get the ones where you look at it and you're like, how, like even if this was four pieces, how the hell are you going to put this together? <laughs> the entire thing is pink. Right. But right. fair. Yeah. Okay. Like I did, I did a zodiac one that took forever because it was real. It was like colors fading into other colors and it was really like complicated and and then i did some others that were just as big but went way faster right and at the end of that one puzzle it revealed who the identity of the zodiac killer was which is pretty cool yes it is in fact ted cruz (laughs) well there you go (laughs) okay so thousand piece jigsaw puzzle is, is better than i thought it was i was like is he like taking it easy because it's summertime and he's like thousand piece puzzle? I guess I'll just sort of slum it. Okay, that feels better. A thousand pieces is is a is a a decent sized puzzle. Okay, cool. That feels yeah. Good. I mean, like if he really commits, right? And it's one that's like an actual picture of something. He could get that done in a couple hours. Okay. But it's not going to be one where he's like, okay, twenty minutes later, I'm done. Now what? Right. Exactly. Okay. I also I paused it to do something. I think go tuck a kid in or get a drink of water, let out the dog or something. And I I came back and he was on the phone and I was like, what is that next to him? Because it looked like a, it, what I thought it was, have you seen those like puzzle caddies where it's like you can put the puzzle pieces in different like compartments or whatever? No. It, it looks like picture a shower caddy from like when we went to college and then yeah. I think cut it in half and then put puzzle pieces in instead of like a loofah. Okay. Um, that's what I thought it was. And I was like, what a weird thing to have. Then I realized it was the phone cradle and something else behind it, like a coaster or the end of the desk or whatever. And my brain was just putting those two things together because I'm not used to seeing a phone cradle anymore. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because what even is that? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm I, I'm weirdly I think I'm more used to seeing one hung up on the wall than I am used to seeing a straight up sitting on the table, 
yeah. landline phone cradle. Yep. Like wired landline phone cradle. Yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. 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 So Jesse's, how's Jesse doing, do you think? You think he's he's doing all right? Like living good life or? I think he's fine. I think he's kind okay. of hoping to live a little bit vicariously. Okay. Through okay. Lainey. But okay. I mean, I don't get the feeling that Jesse is unhappy. Okay, good. I all don't right. get the feeling that he, I feel like he knows his position in the scheme of the school. Okay. And he has made his peace with it. And he probably, you know, I'm sure, like, does he wish that he was more popular? Probably. Right. But also, is he going to make the effort to be more popular? No, because he likes who he is. Fair. And he's content in the niche that he has carved out for himself. All right. All right. Good. Okay. I feel good about that. So this is a relaxing night in. He has some good snacks. Some yeah, this isn't pop. like a, I have no friends, so I'm going right. to do a puzzle. This is more like, he probably was like, I am going to get the Cheetos. Right. He probably didn't just get like a snack size bag of Cheetos. He probably got like the pack of snack size bags yeah, of uh-huh. different chips. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to sample all the chips. Yeah. I got my Diet Coke. I've got this <laughs> puzzle. I'm in for a good night. I've got an audio book I'm going to listen to. I'm oh, good. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I take back any doubt. You're right. Jesse is perhaps living the best life in this whole, in yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Jesse's evening is going to be way better than anybody else. Yeah. All right. Cool. I also like him uh, setting up like a flight of chips, like three Cheetos, three Doritos, three Fritos, three other Doritos, yeah. and just being like, oh, yeah, because you got to get the nacho cheese and the Cool Ranch. Uh huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ugh. All right, cool. All right, well, that's all that I had for this minute. Did yeah. More? No, literally, I only had, I think this is what James is going to research, and I was wrong. Nice. So James that's... wins again. Your punishment? Yep. Social media. That's fine. I guess I can, I, I will accept my punishment with grace. We <laughs> are, as a podcast franchise on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. Individually, I am at Unabashedly Aaron. I am at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network, alongside a bunch of other great shows, including Side Character Quest, which, if you like D&D podcasts, Side Character Quest is a really interesting one, because there's the whole, like, main story of, like, the main D&D characters. And then there's this podcast, which takes one side character who's not part of the main arc of the story... And for a few episodes at a time, focuses on whatever this side character's arc is. Yeah. And then they move on to a different side character. All the while, the main story is still going on in the background. I've started listening to Side Character Quest about three times. And each time I forget where I was, so I start over. So I've heard this, the first arc, which is about a bird warrior. Uh Uh-huh. Um... At least, at least twice, if not three times. I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yes. It's, <laughs> Ty is such a good DM. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's kind of nice having, like, snippets of characters. Yeah. Like, I, I like the little kind of bite size. Like, you can do, like, five, it's like five to seven episodes, and then you move on to a different one. So they're yeah. kind of like little bite-sized chunks, so it, you can binge it yeah 
in smaller doses or all at once. And I really like that. I, I like that too. I like that too. Colin was pointing out to me that um, you can start anywhere, really. Like you can start with yeah, you really any can. of the arc. Um, yeah. Well, most people can, of course. I find myself James physically can't. unable to do that. James, but James can only start at the beginning of the first arc every time he turns on the podcast. Every, but now the, my podcast, my podcast player of choice now has a played label. So I know from now on, unless it starts to crash on me, I know where I am and where I have been. So it shouldn't happen again. Excellent. Pro- probably. Well, if you, the listener, have not checked outside Character Quest, may I suggest that you do so? Yeah, definitely. There's a scavenger swap episode that Aaron did with Colin. Uh, yeah, that was fun. February. Yeah, that was. That a good was one. fun. I yeah. would like to do that one. Yeah. Um. Again. Right. That, I was like, that, you I, did. Last. No, I would. I would like to do that one again. <laughs> right. I, I would right, like right. to. Re- I would like to revisit uh, that character and that storyline. But. Yeah. I think that is it for us for social media for today. Yes. So let's get in the car. Oh, okay. And and go drop Lainey off at her oh, okay. very dirty house. Yep. And uh, she's come back ha- tomorrow to see how clean she got it. Right. Okay. Yep. Sounds um, good. But in the meantime, this car mm-hmm. that we're getting in, James. Yes. Is it a truck? Um. Hold on. There's one. There's one uh, clear way to tell. Hold on. Let me see. Yes, it is a it is a truck. I, the horn test never fails. Horn test never fails. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.